so uh, with with bollywood the thing is that it's the it's the a picture of a perfect man and a perfect woman and a perfect love story and everything is okay at the end it's still that's very relevant even today so a gay hero would not sit well with the public okay would would that be like a side character so or the you, villain mm, no a gay villain is an oxymoron in the indian film industry yeah i cannot work well there james bond the villain was gay i think right yeah 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 which one um not uh, skyfall javier javier bardem was was he yeah 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 was he gay where where he's like he touches like james bond in his legs and stuff yeah, like yeah. that <laughs> now you remember that scene yeah, yeah of course i do he was so good yeah that really creeped me out i remember yeah, yeah. it going like oh. But that will never happen in India. Never ever. You don't think so? Give no, it time. No, 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 no. Uh, I mean, I'm willing to give it time. I don't care really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done. I've been a lesbian on screen, mm. so it really doesn't. So you, you've also even played a gay character. I have, but then I'm talking about the typical Bollywood industry, like the kind of movies that we shell out, and maximum that we shell out. They would not. Uh, be acceptable with a but then you know we did have a film uh, badhai do mm. in which the lead uh, they were both gay and they still got married to each other just to live the kind of lives they wanted to live to escape from family and they said okay this is our arrangement you do your thing i'll do my thing but just for the sake of our family they're like get married get married so yeah arabs happens. do that as well where the, where like the wife is like a lesbian and the husband is gay oh really yeah 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 it happens like in all these communities oh my god it happens even in china wow i think yeah. it happens in every community depends on which section of community exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's like yeah i mean you have to keep face right and you have to like make sure that that you know you're presentable and you don't want presentable. like yeah you don't want like it's a subjective thing no come on i mean you you don't want like your son to to show up with like a dude who's like completely pierced at like lovely <laughs> events <laughs> yeah showing up with a dude is okay but completely pierced head to toe and got tattoos all over i don't know i would be a little obviously i would be happy if he's happy <laughs> at the end of the day <laughs> but then i would be a little like okay you not find somebody else and the thing is with my industry especially because i came from fashion i was a model for a very long time i've got so many gay friends and i love them to bits it's like the best of both worlds you get to hang with them gossip with them and they're not hitting on you so uh i love it and then you know my parents still don't get it wait 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 don't the girls hit on you I'm sure there must be like lesbian girls. They do, girls. but I don't have a lot of lesbian friends. I have more gay friends. In the fashion world, there must be lesbians, no? No, not so much. In the fashion world, they're mostly gays. Okay. Um I haven't really met a lot of lesbians honestly. Do you think I, they just don't like talk about it or maybe they're just bi or something like that? Yeah, I think they're mostly bi. I personally think that in India there is still a because you know india is, is a patriarchal society mm. so the fact that there even the lgbtq rights are even relevant today mm. is all right but then those rights to be available to the women is mm. a step ahead for our society so it's getting there oh interesting yeah so, you know you, you understand what i mean yeah so it's so it's easier for a guy to be gay than for a girl to be a lesbian yes it is wow it is although with gay men sometimes it's very in your face is very flamboyant so that's also a little difficult to accept for the society yeah but i think it's the the maximum judgment is for the women who are lesbian i mean i feel that and i see that and and i the people that i meet i see that that i don't see a lot of them i mean i i in london i um i rented an apartment when i was uh studying there 
And my neighbor was gay and he was Arab. And I was like, well, whatever. And mm -hmm. I'd stop over and have like a coffee with him in the morning and a cigarette, you know, as you do. And then one night I'm hearing like, I walk past and I just hear like, uh, uh. Oh, oh my like, God. I, I just like close my eyes and I just go to oh, like, you guy? and just, just like <laughs> immediately go through. And then I, I saw him the next morning and having coffee. And I was like, dude, you know, you're a little bit loud. You know, we can hear you in the corridor. Oh my God. Like, uh, you need to tell your boyfriend to like, just like bring it down a notch. And he looked at me, he was like, uh, my boyfriend. And I went, yeah, you, you, the dude, I, your boyfriend. He goes, oh no, that wasn't my boyfriend. <laughs> he was in denial? No, it was like, he was just having sex with a different dude. So he was cheating on his boyfriend. Oh no! <laughs> so, I thought maybe he didn't want you to know or something. No, he just like, he just, he was just like, yeah, we're very like in an open relationship. And I was like, ah. too much information. I know. <laughs> I, just, wow. I had that coffee in silence while he kept on telling me about it. Oh, I was no. like, <laughs> poor guy. I don't know. I don't know about poor guy. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean to be in that situation, kind of awkward that dude, you're too loud with whom you're cheating. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, well, at least they're having fun. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as people are having fun, it's all good. But there's so much shit going around anyway, so you need to have fun and just relax. Well, that's what's going to get into my next question is how do you get into a role? Do you do you do like method acting and then try to live out that character? Mm. So I uh, I don't do method acting at all. I don't actually understand it. I know a lot of actors do it. My friends do it. But I'm um, so what I do is that I uh, <clears throat> I'm a very receptive person. So I really empathize with people around me. Sometimes it's not good for me, but I, I tend to empathize more than I should. But that really helps me with my acting. Okay. So I empathize with the character. I imagine myself to be in the character's shoes and I let the emotion come very naturally. So sometimes what happens is that it is not the emotion that is required in regular acting, uh, that when you're required to cry for instance in a scene and you, you don't end up crying because you feel like you don't need to i think that's that's the kind of acting that's the best sorts because it's okay. all from the heart and it's not really just the projection and people can see it viewers especially the kind of viewers who watch my kind of films are smart viewers so they wouldn't believe you just because you're crying or you're angry they would believe you that maybe you've got a twitch in your eye that shows that anger that you're feeling inside. Do you really think viewers are that like perceptive? Yeah, they are. Um, because, you know, with, for instance, my film Gehraiya that I did, I had like a, if you look at it, I had like an eight minute role. But then it was received so well. I got a call from Rajat Kapoor, who's a celebrated actor in the industry. He um, uh, made... Uh, award-winning national national award-winning film so he called me especially and he said that Pavlin you made the character uh, real oh that's sweet yeah and coming from him it was great and I didn't I didn't cry at all in the film although I was suicidal like committed suicide and everything and but I didn't feel the need I mean why I, I was too depressed to cry. Sometimes you're too depressed to cry. Mm. And you just rather keep it, keep your emotions, keep on feeling them. Because with, with depression is that over a period of time, you get accustomed to that feeling, that the zone. Numbness, I That imagine. numbness. And you okay. don't want to let it go. And sometimes if you cry, you let it go. Okay. So you won't see depression parents, uh, patients often cry. 
it's mostly just a silent zone where they are in those feelings and they just want to be there so that's why they say that with the people suffering from mental illness illnesses it's very important uh uh the kind of people that are around them yeah yeah no 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 i i, I remember reading a study about uh, vietnam where so so american soldiers were were given heroin during vietnam mm. to put them through uh, the crisis and because of vietnam at the time was a horrible yeah. place to be in and most of the soldiers coming back that had healthy families uh in the sense of like fathers and mothers and community to take care of didn't go back onto the stuff and oh. only the soldiers that that came back that didn't have a support system yeah for them ended up just going yeah. down that route and mm. just just taking dope or heroin or whatever uh, till they died. Yeah. It's, it's it's really impressive how, how how important community is. Yeah. to to it. I, I remember just recently, I don't remember who who the author is. Uh, um, I was reading um, I was reading on in American Scientific an article by Dr. Johannes something I'll put it in the 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 comment section or somebody else will remind me of it and basically what he states is that ch- that adults today have the same level of anxiety as 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 psych ward patients in 1950 really yeah and that's because there's no more community hmm. at least that was was his theorization is that generally an adult doesn't have more than one friend in this day and age in this day and age ha, ha. If you think about it, you know, most kids like in their who are like let's say between 16 and let's say 20, uh, they spend most of their time either on PlayStation or Xbox. Exactly. So they don't they don't like go out and they actually meet people. Meet people or play mm. football or cricket or whatever they do. Yeah. So it it's the, it's the reality. I feel like that that's where we really I mean that's why the parents really need to step in and prolong the exposure to the screen for as long as take them take it away for as long as possible because eventually they the kids are going to succumb to it mm. so you can't really do much and with like i said with with mental illnesses you can only take so much medication but it's really about what's around you the positivity that's around you so yeah so with with my character i do the same thing i i try to be empathetic i try to be the support system of the character so it really oh, that must be really tough well uh, it's tough for those moments because like i said i don't pre prepare i it's mostly i pre prepare like maybe like an hour before the shot mm. but i don't get into that zone like most of the actors do um for example in my left foot the actor he 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 completely changed his whole uh, persona for like months onwards and with walking phoenix yeah yeah, the yeah, Joker, yeah yeah he completely changed himself for months while he was shooting I don't know if I can do that but then of course that's a leap. You would do anything for a leap. I guess, I guess. But then I mean you have like Will Smith, right, who doesn't really change yeah himself. Um was the other guy that from from Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise. Tom. But then you have to look at the kind of films also these people are doing. They're also in a secret society, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, they're all with that like religion Illuminati. thing. Illuminati. No, they're all with like oh, Scientology. Scientology is Will Smith also Scientology? Yeah. He came out like like and said like yeah, he's a he's a big Was believer. It before or after the punch? Before. 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 Now now like it wasn't a punch, it was a slap because he wasn't oh, mad yeah, enough it was to a punch. Slap. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. 
That was so funny. I can't believe that happened. That's mental. Do you think, I mean, do you think something like that would ever happen in a, in a Bollywood award show? Not at all. Not at all, people no? People are so concerned about what other people think. They give other people more importance than they give themselves. They would not let that happen. I think Will Smith ruined his career doing that. He really did. And he's incredible. He wanted- Is he though? I mean, I love him. I'm but, impressed right, with name, Bel Air. Na- name me four movies that you like from him. I am legend. Uh, I loved it. Uh, Listen, I am very corny like that. If I like an actor, then I... Act. Fine. Okay. okay. Um, okay Wild, uh, Wild West? No. No way. Uh, you know, he turned down that role. He turned down The Matrix to do that role. He was offered The Matrix? Yeah. What was he offered in The Matrix? A Neo. Neo. <gasps> Keanu Reeves? Yeah, Keanu Reeves was the backup. No way. Yeah, yeah. True story. That was such a stupid decision. <laughs> he thought that the Wild Wild West would, would work Are better. Are serious? Okay, so so we've okay, got King legend. Richard? King Richard, okay. Uh, Starting already. Wait, wait, wait. What's that, what's that one with the, with the... I'm not going to help. No, no, with, with uh, Margaret Robbie. Can? Which one? No, no, uh, it's... Hello? <laughs> Focus, focus, focus. And one more. Listen, I love him from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's about, my Will Smith. How, how about Men in Black? Ah, oh, yeah, one and two. Yes. Was there a three? Yes, there was a three, but without Will. No, there was there was four. There were four. Yeah, the fourth one doesn't have Will Smith. Okay, one and two and three and four. There you have it. The fourth, the fourth one has the guy from Thor, Chris Hems. Chris Hemsworth. Worth? That's his name. Yeah. Really? I haven't ever... Is there a four? Okay, I'll have to check it out. It's not good. I'm sure it's not. How can you make so many sequels? Only the first one is the best. But isn't this how like movies are made now? Like in Hollywood and the West? It's just become like taking... Only in Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. You take the IP that's already existing. Yeah. And then you just take it to hell. You just go and go and go till there's nothing left. I'm sorry to say I'm just done with the Avengers and the Spider-Man and the Batman. Can we just stick to the originals? I like the originals and the classics. Mm. But then all these sequels, I, I mean, are you a Marvel fan? No. Okay. So I, I do enjoy action films, but I would rather, I don't know, see, uh, uh, what's that DiCaprio Oscar winning Reverend? Oh, um, Reverend. is it Reverend? Isn't it Re- like, Once Upon a Time? No, no, no. Reverend? Reverend? So I rather, that's not really action, but I rather watch that kind of action than, you know. Okay. Grown men in Tights? leotards and flying around <laughs> and I, not my thing. Well, I, I mean, I, I hear where you're coming from. I, 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 f- I find it weird that eight out of the ten what box office success were owned by Disney and all of them being IPs based on superheroes. Really? Is that so? Yep. Disney is killing it Very at sad. the moment. Killing I, it. I mean, it's great. It's, it's uh, kudos to them, but it's not really quality cinema. Well, would you like to see a drama piece with like some, some superhero girl, but like, just like it's a very intimate drama? <laughs> not at all. There should not be any superheroes in any drama. Wouldn't that be interesting? No. <laughs> so there was this uh, Mrs. Marvel or what was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. recent yeah, yeah, Netflix yeah, yeah, yeah. where yeah. they tri- tried to create like this alternate uh, South Asian community and a superhero girl emerging out of it. And they had their dramatic bits in it. But no. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Either drama has to be relatable, real life drama. When you put a superhero in it, it's not real life. 
Well, look at this then. Can you, Dan, can you type in She-Hulk? Um, She-Hulk, yes. With her, she did like something with, her, what was it? Like, didn't she like use her butt for something? What? Twerking, yeah, that's the word. Oh, Shows you yes, how old I, I am. I remember that. I, I couldn't even remember the I word can't, twerking. I can't watch it. Uh, have you seen it? I have seen it. I've oh, seen yeah. it in the trailer, I think. I think Dan is taking a little time. That's are, you a, are you a robot, Dan? Figure it out. <laughs> Google's <laughs> like, are you sure you want to see that? Are you sure you're not a robot? Are you sure? Why would you want to see that? Yeah, exactly. It's not worth it. It's 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 a weird thing to to like have like an the whole idea behind it, right? Is to have this like empowered female and then have like a scene dedicated to twerking. Oh that seems God. like a very mixed message. You have to turn down the audio. Yeah, I've got to see it again. That I mean, that's uncanny valley. That does not look natural in any like not way. At all. How can you? Doesn't this look like CGI from like the, the early 2000s? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really badly done also. This is me. I feel like this would be me. <laughs> Just very confused. Oh my god. No care, being like, whatever. <laughs> this is so sad. It, it would cost too much money to have her hand touch the butt. So that's why they added like... That's you know, above budget. That's above budget. They cost too much money. Oh God, <laughs> this is so bad. What kind of content is being made these days? Well, do you think Bollywood is ever going to get there? I hope not. <laughs> well, you guys had like Spider-Man. CGI, yes. No, uh, no. You had like Spider-Man IP. You had like... Uh, which one? Yeah, type in Indian Spider-Man. And then you had like an Indian Superman as well. At Are one you talking point. about some Bihari guy playing Superman or something? No, it was a full movie. Done. Type it in. Uh, yeah, you'll Indian see it. Spider-Man? I'm sure it was the dubbed version. No, 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 no. You'll see. It came out in the 80s. <laughs> see? <laughs> yeah, maybe turn on the tear off the VPN and see if that works. Indian Spider-Man? Is it Shakti Man? It's what well, it was from the 80s. It was a different era. It yeah. must be Shakti Man. No, it's not. They had the whole Spider-Man school drawn. I mean, I'm surprised. We're, we're... Listen, I'm, a, I'm 80s. I don't remember this. Well, you know, maybe you don't remember bad movies for a reason, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I grew up on good content. <laughs> there you go. See? Yes. So which is your all-time favorite movie? So my all-time favorite movie is actually very corny. <laughs> Let's hear it. So my all-time favorite... Die Hard. Indian? Whatever no, you like. Braveheart, no. No, so Indian has to be Ham uh, Aapke Hai Kaun. I mean, he would know. Okay. It's a very typical family-oriented, like 15 people living in the house, wedding happening. Mm-hmm. So it's very typical. It's, it's, by, it's by this guy called Suraj Barjatia. He's an Indian director who makes very family-oriented films. So uh, internationally, my favorite film has to be Cocoon. It's a really old 80s film. Cocoon? Yes. So, uh, you know, because I've watched it so many times, that is the only film I remember very clearly. Was that because that was the only movie available in the house? No, no, of course not. We had cable, we had all the movies access, but it was just, um, at that time, it was a, it, I remember it the clearest. But uh, if I, uh, if I analyze my favorite film... You have to type in movie, Dan. Has to be... While you're thinking about it, we're going to look at some images. Yeah. Uh, 
No, 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 no. Indian Indian Spider-Man 80s. I don't think there is. There is, there is. I'm going to go crazy. So I have a couple of films that I like. There we go. Listen, that is just a song. No, isn't it a movie? It is a full movie. No, that's just a song. I think it's a Govinda song. Well, cannot be interesting to supervise a song. It's a song. Well, I am very upset now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm heartbroken. Yes. You can't make more fun of the Bollywood industry. Fine. Type in Indian uh, Italian Spider-Man. There's an Italian Spider-Man. <laughs> of course. You know how powerful that IP is? Oh no. Yeah, they've got to make money. Every country has a Spider-Man? I, absolutely. Their own version? Absolutely. I like Italian Spider-Man oh. a lot. <laughs> this is a full movie. Look at this guy. I like to think. I like to think. If I had hair, I would be that handsome. <laughs> take take the picture with a cigarette. Why does he have to be paunchy? And why why does he have to look like that? Italian Spider Man. My gosh! It's amazing. There's a Lego yeah. on him, and there are comic books. He's he's a wow. He this guy's a legend. Telling you, I'll I'll send you over the YouTube link for the movie. You can check it out and tell me what you think of it. Sure. I Italian think. noir movies. <laughs> Branch out. See what else is available. <laughs> oh Lord, this is so long. We should just stop with the Spider-Man bit. <laughs> <laughs> But then, on a on a on another note, if I was ever offered, obviously, an Avenger movie, I would run to it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, course. there's for good money in it. It's, yeah. I mean. No, more than that, it's great for your folio. It's like you're part of the Avengers. What more could you want? So, like uh, Ali Fazal, who's actually one of the few actors who has transcended into the um, international film industry from India. So he was recently in this film called Death on the Nile with Gal Gadot, hmm. and uh, you know, it's it's it was a crappy role. It was a crappy film. But then. people knew that okay he's done a film like that so it's in bollywood it's a lot also like that that hollywood fascination is very relevant well i can understand that i mean because bollywood uh, sorry hollywood is is such a multi billion dollar yeah, industry yeah, yeah, yeah. right i mean why wouldn't you copy that like mechanisms right <laughs> and and uh, i mean bollywood is is fascinating because of how it has connections to a lot of the eastern bloc of the world especially russia Hmm. During the USSR, movies weren't allowed from the US to be imported into Russia. Oh, acha. Hmm. But you had uh, uh, Bollywood movies being imported, and you can you type in um, Disco Dancer, Russia? Oh, yeah, the Mithun film. Yeah. So there's a Russian version as well. See, we also because there's the second one. A, India is a developing nation. It's not a developed nation. We have to maintain ties with all the countries. Even today, with our prime minister, he has good relations with everybody. Even with Russia, with all that rubbish going on with Ukraine, he cannot afford to uh, alienate. Yeah, the world. You can just put that in the background; doesn't matter. <laughs> Is the audio okay? Is the camera okay, guys? You sure? Everything good? Akash? Sorry, I like to double check every few minutes. That's all right. So, with the thing, the thing with India is that we we are not a developed nation. U.S. can. Afford to call the shots. Well, you have a bigger GDP now than uh, we do. than What England. What the hell is that? Telling you. <gasps> This is the Russian version. Oh my! What is? Can you increase the volume? Put it up, Danny. The 
That's yeah. a Russian guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, the, the video is muted. You have to un unmute the video, Dan. If you're an audio listener right now, uh, we're watching I Am a Disco Dancer in Russian. <laughs> Zoom in on that crotch, what why not? <laughs> How long ago was this? How long ago? This was like 2017, 18. Wow. So yeah. But that's quite a compliment, huh? Well, I agree. Bollywood has a bigger impact in, in the West than, than people give it credit to. Absolutely. I mean, we made fun of, but still people listen to us. Really? Who They're makes watching? fun of Bollywood? Uh, the song and dance sequence is still very funny now also. What? The, like the, the West started it in the 1940s. Yeah, but then they ended it very early. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Um, wasn't Name there... me a musical apart from the last one was this... Uh, the one with uh, Greece. No, not Greece. Ah, that was the last one actually. The one that won the Academy Award. Um, yeah, yeah. Which one was it? The two actors. Um, what did you say, Dan? You had the name. La La, 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 La Land. Land. Yeah, that was the only decent musical. I don't know about Greece. I haven't seen it. You have never seen Greece? No, not the new one. I've seen the old one. Oh, okay. I was about to be like yeah, shocked. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Footloose. Of course. Um, I, I'm struggling now. <laughs> Musicals. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Uh, who did who did Singing in the Rain? What film was that called again? <clears throat> I just recently watched it. Singing in the Rain? No, I'm not aware of that. Dan, can you type it in? Um, and then there's Booze as well. Frank Sinatra did a few movies back in the day. Yeah, he did? Yeah, you never seen it? I have seen uh, Cliff Richards movies, but I haven't seen Frank Sinatra. What's the movie called? Scroll down. It's, it should be... Oh, this is super old. Like I wouldn't 1952. Believe. It's not that old. I mean, I... I, I haven't watched a lot of classics in English cinema. I've done Hindi cinema. That what brings me to some. I was thinking about it. one of my favorite films is Arth, which is also a Hindi film. Okay. Then uh, one of my other favorite films would have to be uh, what is that Tom Cruise Top Gun. Uh, okay. I like it. It's like uh, it's a, these are films I've grown up watching. But, you know, I'll tell you, in the last five years, I think I would quantify my favorite films. So it'll probably be Monster. Uh, the DreamWorks animation film? No, the Charlie's Theron film. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Then, uh, God, that's a very tough question. What are your favorite films? Is it that tough? Yes, it's very <laughs> tough. Because there's so many of them. Well, how do you how do you designate your favorite film? Do you designate it as something that you enjoy the performance of the actor, or do you designate it as the one that made you feel the most? Both. It's interesting, right? There's a there's yeah, a dichotomy yeah, a between the distinction. two. Exactly. Yeah, it has to be either uh, uh, was I entertained the most with which film, or uh, did I like the performances so much? It had its bits which I loved so much. Then even if I didn't like the whole film, it didn't matter because those bits were amazing. Yeah, and you can rewatch that movie just for those exact those bits. bits. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, Notting Hill. Okay. Uh, then... Uh, Kingsman? No, I haven't seen... Schindler's List. Schindler's List, okay. Yeah, I like that. It's very uh, impactful. The Boy in Striped Pajamas, oh, it was so, so sad, but I liked it. So you like more emotional... 
I like both. Like I said, sure. if I can like uh, uh, Schindler's List, I could also like. Uh, uh, what did I say? What was the actor called for Schindler's List? Uh, Liam Neeson. Isn't that a weird career choice? He went from his like early forties, thirties, doing Schindler's List, and then turning into like a action star towards the end of his career with Taken. But Taken was not really an action action. It was more like like. Uh, like uh, what was that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio film uh, with uh, uh, multi-dimensional? Oh, uh, uh, what? Inception. Inception. Yeah. So Taken was not really serious action. It was more layers of uh, drama and action. Like I would call Avengers action. Okay. Uh, so I I liked. Uh, I think it shows the capability of him as an actor. And as an actor, you can't really say no to uh, certain offers because, oh, I've already done something like Schindler's List. I can't do anything fun anymore. <laughs> I like that attitude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't be like that. Na? You have to be open to uh, new scripts. Do you not feel like as an actor, like you've, you've, got, you've got your set of skills, right? And it could be comedy, drama, pieces, horror, whatever, whatever, whatever. And just lean into that aspect to it. Like Robin Williams, for example... The best movies he did were when it was a comedic Comedy. role. He did one or two where he where he was like a criminal or but Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill was not Hunting. Really comedy. That's true. That was more Only drama. Only that one scene was comedy. Yeah, but not a lot of people talk about Goodwill Hunting, right? Yeah. <laughs> not, I mean, I'm surprised you even know it. No, it is a good film. I, I, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Only an interesting film. Films I really want to know now because every film I'm mentioning, you're like, mm, really. I what are you serious? Wh which one was which one where he plays like Captain My Captain and all the students are standing on the desk? Uh, Dead Poets Society. Dead Poets Society. That was another drama piece of his. Yeah, but it's no, no. I'm I'm not really fond of that film. Okay. It's a bit too much. He did Blubber. Oh, I loved Blubber. See? <laughs> <laughs> Blubber or was it Flubber? I think, Flubber. I think it was either Flubber or, Blu or Blubber. But, that was but I enjoyed it. Really it was a film. fun film. It was like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then he did another one. which was, it, Then he did Peter Pan. Um, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire that everyone remembers. Yeah. And then that was it. His career kind of like dissipated after that. He did Aladdin. That was arguably one of his... Which one? Is, Aladdin. Aladdin, yeah. The genie. Huh. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was arguably one of his greatest roles. And he had, really? he had so much fighting with Disney. It's amazing. The whole backstory of that is amazing. Which one was it? Who was playing Aladdin? So he wasn't playing Aladdin. He was playing the genie, the genie? in, in the Aladdin? movie. I don't remember who played. Can you type it in, Dan? Find it out. Yeah, I'm going to watch this film. It's an animation, yeah. Um, oh, it's an animation. Oh, yeah, okay. it came out in the 90s. Ah, ah, of course. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the story goes that, that, Aladdin, uh, that Robin Williams was willing to take a pay cut. Huh. But they were not allowed to use his marketing, to use his, his name and voice for marketing commercials. Disney said, fuck that. Huh. W they used his voice for like McDonald's toys. Um, he was only supposed to have, he said in, in his contract that only from the poster, 25% of it could be involving Robin Williams. So they made the whole bl background blue huh. and, then, and then have the genie in blue. So it would take up 85% 
of the poster, right? And so they gave him 100K and at at the time he was charging millions per movie, right? He just gave him, they gave him only 100K for that film. For that film, because he he did it for his kids. That's what he said. He didn't do it for for the money. money. He didn't do it for the money. So he was really pissed off with Disney and Disney then tried to amend things. And he famously said, the reason why why Mickey has three fingers is because he can't pick up a check. How easy is that? Oh God, really? Yeah. I didn't know this. And in order to bury the hatchet, Disney uh, <laughs> gave him a $25 million Picasso painting. That's how. <laughs> I mean, anyway, I thought you're just going to stop at $25 million. No, no, it, was, it, it had to be a Picasso painting because of tax reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that would, made, would have made him happy and... And he, he made up for it. Well, he decided to keep working with them after that. So what did he do after that with them? Uh, he did a robot movie. Ah, uh, was that also an animation? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then he did another one, which I don't remember anymore from Disney. Oh, he did Aladdin three, which was a directed DVD film. I am. I'm not aware of Aladdin three. See. There's two and there's three. You watch a lot of Disney films. It's not that I. I mean, I grew up in the '90s. Of course, yeah. I was exposed to it. We can talk Fair about enough. Die Hard as well, or Braveheart oh too. God, I love Die Hard. Really, Bruce I Willis? Do. I really loved him in The Fifth Element also. That was a good film. That was a really good film, and I don't know why people don't give it more credit. I, oh, it's not true. a very celebrated film, but it was way ahead of its time. Didn't he also play Taxi, or was that a different actor? No, Taxi was. Uh, yeah. Really? Isn't Robin De Niro the one? Who, the uh, didn't he say something about like Hollywood, like uh, superhero movies? That, oh, that was Martin Scorsese. Oh, that was Marvel is a Marvel isn't real cinema. It's it's, not. A, it's a theater uh, a park, and it's to watch. An yeah, it's an adventure park. <laughs> it is. I completely agree with him. I feel like if you are making something important, so you know when we when we did the. Um, so we went all over the world with our film Angry Indian Goddesses and we were in... I was about to ask you about that. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we were in Melbourne for the IFLA Film Festival, which was the International Film Festival of Melbourne, uh, of uh, Australia. And uh, uh, there was something very interesting said uh, uh, by one of the actors who said that, you know, you have so much power as an actor, as a creator, as a director, that this you have this screen space, you could put anything on it. To make people believe, not believe, influence them, affect them. And then you end up putting something like some animated rubbish, which is probably Mm. going to be, you look at it and you forget about it. Mm. But with that screen, with that piece of cinema, you could affect the world, you could influence society. Because art in its entirety does influence society. Over the years, like I was having a conversation with a... uh, theater workshop uh, person he takes workshops and he said something very interesting I said that does art really matter like what all we are doing here at the workshop and creating plays does it really matter it's like of course you put up a play people come and watch it it'll turn into something bigger and a revolution only comes about with art because art being a very small speck in our world it it uh, penetrates thoughts. So do you believe that art imitates life or life imitates art then? I think both. Okay. Um, what a safe answer. <laughs> it, is. it really is. But I do feel like if you want to make a change, 
art is also uh, a medium that could be explored a lot of people know don't, know, don't do that somebody like a again i'm saying marvel they will never take me in a film mm. but i'm saying that you could you could uh, do so much with art and people don't take it seriously it's purely meant for entertainment now where it could be so much more i agree with where you're coming from but when when i think of like i mean it depends on what kind of art you're talking about right if you're talking about like art in the painting sense uh you have new classicism uh classicism uh contemporary uh block cubism post uh, post um postmodernism uh, my 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 ex did her doctorate in in contemporary arts so that's oh, why i know a little about the subject <laughs> but uh yeah so 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 i always i always thought of art as 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 a portrayal of the zeitgeist like what people are going through at the moment hmm. difficulties and stuff like that they put that on a canvas on a video on songs rather than that they feed, that they somehow make a song and that then changes the world. Do you kind of get what I mean? It feels like a like a yin yang. I think with the performing arts is a little different. Okay. With performing arts whether it's on stage or it's on film or for any moving medium uh uh paintings in itself or sculptures that's stationary art. Mm. With uh, performing arts uh because there is so much prospect of movement you end up doing things that you project or something that you would want to make happen hmm. uh so i think what you're saying is correct but it's not applied to performing arts sure 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 in you'd see that as a separate animal i do i do because even when you're doing performing art if you're taking up a issue that is relevant to society in turn it also uh, extends into other areas as well you try and make it bigger than what it is so when how did this whole thing started for you then so you you woke up when you were five or six and you said hey you know what i want to go into theater hmm. or did this happen over time you went to school you were exposed to different friends and they were like oh you know what i can do this how did that whole thing happen for you uh i've always enjoyed being on stage sure i am a very people person in the sense that which is why i have my aversion to social media at some level because i feel like you don't get to meet people mm. it actually avoids prevents you from meeting people i would take that i would take the flip side of that really how because uh, the people on social media especially when when you you hit you know level of like joe rogan or tom cruise or any of those kind of people they they feel like they're your friend because they know everything about you but they're right? not but you don't have that connection with them Do you know what I mean? Uh -huh. It's it's a it's it's a one-sided relationship. Of course. And and so it's it's this really weird like thing where where you meet somebody and they they can like say like oh your mom said this and because you talked about it on an interview or a show or whatever whatever right. <laughs> That's kind of creepy. It's 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 weird. It's it's yeah. weird. And people are like like so invested in you and I don't remember who said this but. But I was listening to a podcast about this guy and he he said that he was walking down and he was giving autographs to his fans and whatever else he's a comedian uh the machine he said he he was going down to his comedy theater and he was going out giving autographs and one of the guys there stopped and said listen I'm your biggest fan and the guy was like yeah, okay sure thank you very much I appreciate it blah 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 and the guy stopped him and said no 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 you 
I'm your biggest fan because when I don't have a lot of things going on in my life, but I tell my friends about how great you are. And when you succeed, I feel like I succeed. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, is he giving justifications for not doing much in his life? I don't know what that is. And I mean, he, he took it, the machine, he, he talks about it saying like it was really emotional that, that somebody has like, like that kind of a relationship with okay. you. Okay. So he just said like, oh, you know what? He just, he just left feeling very appreciated. Yeah, but then what about that guy who's saying I don't have much going on in my life and I completely rely on you to make my life fun and meaningful. But then that's so wrong. You can't really rely on anybody else. So Don't you think like most people are like that though? But they shouldn't be. And the screen is just popularizing that idea. Do you not feel that, that I mean, you know it as, as much from your circle of friends and, and, and your circle of, of, of community, because I know it from mine. There's so many people who talk about it, but don't do it. Mm. Yes, right? exactly. You are your biggest enemy when it comes to being successful. You, you are stopping yourself. Everybody has the capability. It's not like some people are born talented and some are not. They just nurture the, the qualities that they have to turn it into a talent. I'm with you 100%, but there's a bunch of people who just wake up and you go, you know, oh shit, I'm alive again. I'm mm. going to go do my nine to five, eat my food, and then go to dinner and, and hope I wake up or don't tomorrow. <laughs> there's a lot of people who live that life. They do. They do. Uh, but in, in a sense, you know, I, I agree with you on this level that maybe those same people probably look at the phone and see all these celebrities living the life they're living and they feel more connected to the outside world in the sense that, okay... I'm also living that life through them mm. because I'm watching every move that they do. Mm. <clears throat> but I feel like relying on something like this entirely uh, to make your life interesting is wrong. It, I, I Listen, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm yeah. with you on this. Yeah. I'm with you 100% on this. I, I just feel like there's, there's plenty of people who just, who just, I don't know if they don't have the ability to take control of their own life. That, yeah, I completely agree with you on that. It's like I said, like you are stopping yourself. Did you, did you have any kind of weird fan events already happening? We can cut this part out if you, if you don't want to say it. But I'm no, just not yet. Not really a weird, like everybody has been uh, really sweet. Like people send stuff over and... Hey, we gave you flowers. I yeah, hope you yeah, like them. I mean, that's different. But then uh, unknown people sending things over and nobody's really turned up. Uh, at strange places till now but yes there is an on and off of uh, maybe somebody so in india it's it's really it's a different uh, thing huh in uh, in india it's like your there's no <laughs> concept of personal space really if you look at our public transport also it's really out there okay. so either you've got like certain instance when you don't have bodyguards around you or something so some people come too close and then they want to click pictures and then start you know, can I get a hug and all? Not even, they don't even ask. And it just, it gets a little uncomfortable. Hmm. But nothing scary per se. It's not happened with me, thank God. I mean, you you grew up in Delhi. So I'm surprised no one so like... in Delhi, so when I was growing up in college, I, I used the public transport because my father made sure that we were rough and tough. And, you know, we had a car at home, but we still had to take the bus. Okay. Yeah, so he's like, uh, you got to learn how to do your own shit. Okay. And uh, I remember... Uh, taking the bus like that so that no funny business was happening and I have uh, um, slapped two here and punched and elbowed that was like a regular thing for two years 
Okay, okay. Because <laughs> I've been to I've been to India and I've taken public buses and I've seen how those bus drivers look at the girls coming into the. Oh my god! And like, that still still happens, yeah. I, I don't know when I, it's gonna change. I mean, I I was I was not even involved. I was a third party, and my hair like really <laughs> went oh up. God, I, it, it looked like a wolf staring at a lamb. It was unbelievable. It's really I don't know what the problem is. Indian men don't know. what to do with their sexuality they don't know what to do about it it's like it, i'm sorry i'm being little i'm talking about indian men in india <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> he doesn't have a girlfriend that's why he's, he's you're talking i think too close to home <laughs> men in indian men in india <laughs> on the roads especially they really don't know what to do with their sexuality they have these feelings but then because it's such a taboo in our culture although we are the land of kama sutra but it's such a taboo of talking about sex openly and about um, fantasies and what i don't know it's it's such a big issue that it just gets bottled up and they really don't know what to do about it there is just a basic lack of respect for women especially in delhi i feel because i'm a delhi girl so i don't know when it's going to change I don't even think anything is being done to change it. Do you think that it can even be changed? Uh, let me lean on on this because even in the West, prior to forty, forty, fifty years ago, men and women were separated hmm. throughout career, life, everything. Right? It's only in the last forty years that men and women have ever worked in the workplace at the same hmm. time. Hmm. That only happened because of the Second World War and women hygiene products. Before that, that was it was just not an option. But how? What brought about that change? Women hygiene products. Women hygiene products. Mm. How? Well, because they were able to 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 use a tampon or or whatever that other thing is called. Yeah. Shows you how how knowledgeable I am. Huh. But <laughs> do you have a sister, right? <laughs> yeah, she's twelve. I mean, but yeah. So um, ta- no, what's called tampon? Ah, uh, whatever. Um, sanitary pad. S- whatever. Yeah. Mm. Uh, before that, women weren't able to 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 physically be. in a workplace because they didn't that's, have uh, that's one of the leading reasons they give maybe they give that reason mm-hmm. but i feel like it's because of the industrial revolution and also because that happened in the 18th century no i mean that uh, eventually with the expansion of industrialization post independence especially in america i'm talking about mm-hmm. because the job opportunities opened for women as well and because the women started stepping out of the house as well because they had the job opportunities and people were hiring women i think the dynamics changed but that only happened because of the second world war as well because they needed the extra staff yes because men were out fighting right so i think that is what the real reason is it's not the you don't think it's it's women hygiene products not at all i think i i think that with with even if they didn't have i mean you can't have staff 3 days a week a uh, 3 3 3 3 three weeks in a month right you can't have a full 7 days people missing or 10 days depending on on a woman's cycle right mm-hmm. so I, i i i don't know but then if you are hard of staff and you have all the men going out and actually that has made me think i i don't think that's true because even with cloth products it would still do the job it wasn't like I don't think I'll have to do some research on that. Well, I mean you will have to do some research on yes. it because I just took it as fact. Really? <laughs> I don't think so. Now I think it, there's a change in India and I attribute it to completely because the women are out of the house now. A lot of women are working. There are nuclear families where both the man and the wife are working. So I think there is a change now where there's a 
certain creeping of respect for women because they are going out of the house earning as well. So do you think that's a good or a bad thing? That's a great thing. You think so? That's a great thing. But the divorce rates have increased. I mean, not just the divorce rates. I I'm 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 worried about the children. Because you need to have at least I mean, what's the point of having a kid if if both parents are out working? Mm. See, they say studies show that in a in a day, even if you spend like 25 minutes of quality time with a child mm. sans any screens sans any distractions that's more than enough for the global development of the child I, i'm not a parent so i'll take your word yeah. for it so uh what's the point of being with a child when you're on your phone on your screen talking to people sure i agree with that's, that that's that's really not and i feel like with so much exposure indian women also want to go out and fend for themselves and be independent and if you restrict a woman of today at home she will only end up trying to find other means of entertaining herself probably on the screen or other ways of going out it's not necessary that she if she's home she is 100% taking care of the child or That's giving fair. that attention fair uh on the on the other end she could be going out for like 3 4 hours just to do her own thing working on a constant basis every day coming back home a little happier because a happy mother makes a happy child no i agree with that i agree with that so i feel like uh people have recognized emotional independence also emotional independence yes women in india have recognized emotional independence they don't need to rely on a husband or a father or on any other individual just to be happy they could just be content with themselves I feel it's because uh, it's it's a highly patriarchal society still but like I said because women are stepping out and fending for themselves and becoming independent they realize that the, their self worth a bit mm -hmm. and uh, that makes them better mothers I I will I will play the devil's advocate again yeah. but just because this makes great content All right um I would bring up a few things N number 1 it takes the old adage it takes a village to raise a child mm. right i think you you need to have grandparents mom dad whatever friends family neighbors uncles and nieces and nans whatever and i think that's that's very important for development of a child and i think that the reason why so many so many kids have this high suicide rates anxieties and and these mental conditions and issues that are popping up uh from bipolarism all to borderline personality disorder is because of the lack of of community right and that cannot be replaced by 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 spending an hour with the kid that's like saying hey you know what i sit down in an office 8 hours and i'm going to go work out for an hour that one hour is not going to fix the 8 hours of sitting down all right all right i hear you that's that's one segment of it and the second segment is that we we for whatever reason the the dialogue that we have when we talk about men and women's relationship in society is always from a perspective of oppression which i don't agree with because when you when you look at it from an historical perspective the the head of the household weren't men were women they were in charge of the budgeting yeah. they were in charge of the money now you can say oh well women were just sitting at home uh, cooking and doing everything else that again isn't true because who was doing the networking hmm. it was the women right they were going to the events they were hanging out with their friends they were ensuring that their husbands were were connecting with the other husbands and to push their mm -hmm. their financial income it's always been a, a a tying force between the two of course that doesn't mean that that every relationship has to be this way doesn't mean that every woman has to be this or every guy has to mm -hmm. be that mm -hmm. but from a evolutionary biology 
that what seems to be an indicator from history. And that's what it's so far I've read. By the way, I have a master, I have an undergrad, sorry, in business, not in biology really? or sociology, only an A-level. No, no, but that's all right. I feel like you, you might just have. Because you, I, what, I understand what you're saying. Uh, but like you said, it's very subjective also. It's, totally agree. Uh, it's, it's also how one prioritizes. Um, but I have noticed that uh, you have to you have to be along with what's going on around you. And right now in India, what's going on is there are a lot of nuclear families. Women are out there working. That's the reality. Mm. So when one compares to what's going on around them, one tends to undermine themselves and be unhappy hence. Sure. So an unhappy parent is not a good parent. Sure. I so I being a parent myself, I have an eight-year-old daughter. And How's I that working out for you? It's great. Like yeah. I, I live in a, so we are a family of nine. Okay. Uh, we live in one house. Oh, wow. And okay. uh, so she's always with family. She's always around family. And because I travel, it gives her time to connect with her, the rest of her family, because otherwise I'm with her the whole time. So in a way, I appreciate these breaks when I go to work, because then she understands the worth of family and understands that Although people are really moving on to being on their own the whole time, they don't realize the worth of a family. This, this is the time when she relies completely on them because I'm not there. What can she do? And you don't have to hear mom, mom. Yeah, she has to go hang out with her grandparents. She has to go hang out with her uncle and aunt hmm. because I'm not there. Hmm. So she connects with them. She goes out with them. She, they take them for movie for a movie. They take her for a play date. So, you know, it works out. But that's me. Like I said, it's subjective. I'm fortunate like that. Not many people are. There are nuclear families, especially in Delhi, uh, the outskirts of Delhi, like Gurgaon, where there, you have all these MNCs, the headquarters, and you've got nuclear families where the, both the parents are working and the child is probably at a daycare. Now, that's not an ideal situation for a child. I do understand that. But, you know, children are, uh, they get accustomed to the situation very soon. But that doesn't mean it affects them emotionally necessarily. If that's what they know, what it is, They've grown up like that. They don't have a frame of reference. They would not feel like, oh, I'm missing out on something. It's how you grow up. If they have grown up with the fact that, oh, my mom's working, my dad's working, I'll get to meet them in the evening. I'll have dinner with them. That's family time. Mm. They appreciate that family time. They grow up to maybe instill that same family time in their kids. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. And can I just tell you that, that there are a lot of children who are suffering with the same issues, suicidal tendencies, mental issues, not necessarily come from broken families. No. A lot of them are also from maybe abusive parents or parents himself are, themselves are suffering from some mental illnesses. It's not necessarily from broken families or from lack of attention. No, I, I agree. It's it's culture versus nurture versus uh, uh, community. Yes. Right? And I, I think that it, you can have a really, really dedicated and great family unit. You can have a very healthy child. But I think if you're stuck in a community that is very unhealthy, like the Bronx, for example, yeah, then, it, it, you know, it, it's going to be tough to combat that. Yeah, of course. Right? And, and my, my friend, he recently said this to me, just passing. He said, you know, I realize... I need to pay attention to who I, who I hang out with when I was in my early teens. Hmm. And I said, what the, why are you bringing this up now? Really? And he, he said to me, listen, I, I was out with, the, with a friend. Uh, he was picking up some drugs. I was sitting in the car, drinking a beer, whatever. And then the guy pulled out, pulled out a knife and put it in the guy's throat and, and robbed him then and there. 
and then they they got his out of the car or his, somebody else his friend yeah oh. So he wanted to go and buy drugs. He got into the dealer's car, took out a knife, put it in the guest's throat and said, give me your drugs and your cash and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So they, so he got the cash, got the money, blah, 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 drugs, walked out. He was walking home and, and that dealer, some of his, some of his gang then came and then beat the hell out of both of them. And then that's when it clicked. He said, even if you don't do something bad, when you hang out with people that do something bad, hmm. you're associated hmm. and you get punished by association. Hmm. And so that's what stopped him then completely to get into I that life. I also feel that, you know, it's very region specific also. A child growing up in America is very different from a child growing up in India. Of course. A, a, a nuclear family here in Bahrain is very different from a nuclear family in Delhi. Of course. It's really, like you said, it's where you are, who you hang out with, and it's different everywhere. But I would add to it because I think the, the, the idea of how important community is and I mean, I'm not religious, but the aspect of of uh, uh, of having a, a a strong foundation from from both religious, sociology, uh, from from spirituality, and all that kind of aspect, I, I think is is a good way of of keeping people with good morals. Because if you look at what's happening at the moment in America, hmm. it's insane. It's insane. Right. I mean, I, uh, really. I, I, I mean, I don't know how, how it was for you, but when I grew up in the 90s, all I could dream about was America. Yeah. <laughs> it's all I like. I was like, I like that's that's where that's where everything is. Yeah. And I, I distinctly remember uh, uh, my dad is a lot darker than I am. And I remember sitting, uh, sitting in, 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 in the shade uh, in our garden, looking at my dad and going like, oh, God, I don't want to be as dark as him because all the white all the heroes are white yeah right and only, only when i was much older in my yeah. 20s did i did i realize that implication that had yeah in my thinking so i avoided the sun until like i was like almost in my, oh my 20s God, really yeah so that really brings me to evolution of the mind as well it's not like interesting as a child you would think that similarly a child who's probably not seeing his parents for a long time in a day would think that i'm neglected but when he himself grows older and is not able to give the same amount of time to his child or maybe seeing that, okay, I'm independent because maybe my parents also let me be. It's an evolution of thinking. Mm. We mm. would actually appreciate it that my parents did spend about two hours in a day with me and that's what really mattered. So I, I, agree. I completely agree with that. It's, it's, it's a community thing. It's a religion thing. It's a, so a sociology thing. It's, it's really all of that. Well, do you see yourself staying in India or would you like to move anywhere else if given the option? Say, imagine you could have a career as an actress in France, in America. Would that choose? Would that would that be an indicator for you to move? Uh, to move, maybe not. But yes, for a while. But my roots, I would want them to be in India. I'd probably eventually come back to India. Okay, that's uh, interesting. Yes, I would probably move there for like a year or so for the project with my daughter maybe but i wouldn't i'll probably come back so if you so if you get a phone call today from the shakespeare theater company mm. saying hey we want you to play on a permanent basis macbeth <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like you know what jump at the idea <laughs> there we go no, like i said i would move i yeah. would move for like a year or two but i know myself eventually i'll probably come back mm. and if i do move i'll probably move to a beachy place yeah, you're looking at Dubai and Bahrain now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm looking more like, no, I'm looking more like uh, Brazil. Really? Or, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at more like, uh, like a complete, like a, like Bali. I was about to say Bali, but isn't there like a ton of Russians there? 
Yeah, but then you could always move to a certain section. Which doesn't <laughs> like in Goa, like there's so many Russians, but there's certain sections that don't, don't don't have much Russians. But so, you're, but aren't you like like every time you go to a hotel bar, every time you go for like a nice dinner, all you're hearing is like da da. Is it really like that? I mean, I went once and it was like. I've never very been to Russian. Bali. I would love to, but uh, I, I I don't know. I've been I, to Goa and to Bali. So which one's better? Um, the personally, both, both per places. personally, they were the same to me. It's gotten to the point now. I don't know if it's the same with you. All cities look the same to me. Exactly. So I'm here in Bahrain, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've seen it. If it's something really exceptional, then I would go out and venture. But I feel like I'm at that age where I've probably seen like almost everything. Like for instance, I went to Dubai, and the only thing that interesting that I saw was La Perla, mm. the musical. Mm. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it and that was my highlight of the trip so now I feel like I completely agree with you I feel like I've seen quite a bit but if, if you go out from your hotel room right and you take a picture of the skyline and send it to somebody they would not be able to be like oh that's America oh that's like Dubai oh that's somewhere yeah, else yeah, not at all it's all become the same the same the same right architecture's become corporized media's yeah. become corporized film has become almost the same kind of dialogue, three actors types, and you're done. Completely, which is why I feel like the importance of community increases even more. Sure, Because absolutely. what you're looking for outside, you could build it right here around you. As actors, you know, you get to play different characters all the time. But when you come home, um, then, then, you know, you're, you can be yourself. Because when you step out and work, then you're completely somebody else. Mm. So as an actor, I feel like your home needs to be your haven. Where mm. you could just be yourself. And that applies to every human being. See, every human being has the capability to become a great, becoming a great actor. And being acting is all about realizing yourself, knowing yourself the most. So there was so with Angry and Goddesses, the our our mentor, our theater uh, acting mentor who was with us, he said something very interesting. He said that you know, to 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 become an actor, you need to let go of your own demons first. Oh. Take on the demons of the character. Okay. So so you you get to know yourself the most, uh, scrutinize and analyze yourself the most, and then you could actually get into the skin of the character better. But what's what's the actor done? What's the director called who did Birds? Birds? Yeah, film came out in the 1930s, 40s. Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock. Do you not believe his sentiments, what he called actors? Yeah. What Lambs to the slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> See, people like Alfred Hitchcock, Stanley Kubrick, they, they... Well, Stanley was a little different. I mean, he tortured people because he wanted to get a certain emotion, emotion out. out of them. So did uh, um, uh, Alfred Hitchcock with the whole birds thing. It was real. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was all, everything they were going through was real. So they do that. Uh, see, now these are extreme creators. Sure. They they believe in the truth of the emotions so much more than uh, their own truth. But don't you feel like the ROI on that is so high? I, sorry, from like a from like a from a risk perspective, because you as an actress, right, signing up to Alfred Hitchcock, you know, or or Stanley Kubrick, you're in for hell. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're signing up to this. You know that it's gonna be harsh. Yeah. But the problem is. You don't know if that film is going to be a success. He's also done a few that haven't been 
you know, Clockwork Orange hasn't been... But Clockwork Orange is a cult film. Yes, yes. But I'm saying he's also done films that we don't talk about. Yeah. Right? He's done nine movies in total, and I yeah, can only yeah, think yeah. of three. Full Metal Jacket. Space uh, Odyssey. Space Odyssey. Uh, Clockwork Orange. Um, and he did recently... He's dead a long time ago. No, now. but his last film was... Uh, which one was his last film? Space? No, Full, Full Metal Jacket was his last film. Oh, was it? I think okay. so. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. What was his other films? Yeah, exactly. Imagine you're the actress to... <laughs> You got tortured for, for two years. Listen, I know pretty, I know quite a bit for a Bollywood actor. Huh? Bollywood actors wouldn't even know this. So I give myself credit. But uh, yeah. Are you going to, do you want to go from, do you want to be also a producer, a writer, a director? Or do you want to be like, hey, I want to be the best actress I can fucking be? No, I eventually want to become a director. Uh, I think there's a dearth of female directors in Bollywood. I would really want that. Not even Bollywood, let's not even call it Bollywood, Indian film industry. Um, I would really want to be a director and get that perspective. So we've got f fabulous actresses who are now amazing directors. We've got Nanta Sain, um, we've got uh, Tilotma Shom. All these people are now great directors. So I feel like, yeah, it's getting there. So this is something you would want to do? I right? would love to do it. But I, would, but I would also want to write. I would probably direct my own story. Oh my God, you're going to do the Holy Trinity? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to, let's see, but I'm not even halfway there with acting. Okay. I mean, you can do still, I mean, you can do all, you can do three, all three. No, right now I'm like, uh, I'm at that uh, point where I'm just uh, spreading my wings. So I, I haven't even taken flight right now. Well, have you started writing or not yet? I do write on okay. and off, but nothing serious. They're mostly like snippets. Okay. Uh, but I haven't written a story. Well, when you, I'd love to read them. Uh, I love yeah, reading. Actually. Send it over to WhatsApp or whatever. Yeah. So we were saying, um, I was I was getting into a little bit. You, you, you're doing a little bit of writing and you're doing story pieces? I haven't written a story yet. I'm not working towards it. It's mostly about my state of mind in a certain situation. Okay. Uh, that's all I do. So like a memoir? Like a memoir. Um, Send it over. I love reading it. I love reading unpublished manuscripts. I yeah. read like four to five books a week. But mine are like four or five paragraphs of different, different instances. We had, we had a girl recently on who's 14 years old. No, sorry. She's 18 now, but she, she wrote her first book at 14. Wow. It's like poetry. And then she wrote another one at 16. So That's amazing. There you go. Like which one is it? Um, it's called Bullets for a Bully. Words, words for Bullets. That's the one, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, see, like I said, everybody can be an actor, everybody can be a writer. It's really about your creative output, how important it is for you. Mm. Nobody, I feel like, nobody really wants to be stuck in a nine-to-five drill. Mm. Every, well, you say that. I know a few people who are like that. Who like that? Who, who are like, my favorite color is gray. Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with gray. <laughs> Well, not like normal gray. We're talking office gray. <laughs> yeah, but if they were given an opportunity to probably, I don't know, do a, do a musical on stage, they wouldn't? Definitely not. Think go of, watch it? Well, would your dad want to like be go on a musical on stage? I think my dad would be fab on stage, but he does, doesn't know it. There we go. So the answer is definitely doesn't want. <laughs> yeah, he, no, he doesn't know it. Think, <laughs> but, you know, I come from a very strict... 
uh, family. Like I've, I've become a, it's a very conservative, typical Indian conservative family. So my dad is still in denial that I'm an actor. Okay. Then he, he doesn't watch any of my work. Okay. He says uh, that this is this is not really a profession. It's really. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like. Uh, so I belong to a certain uh, very conservative household. He doesn't understand this profession. He understands being a doctor, being an engineer, being a techie, but he doesn't get it. He doesn't get this. And uh, like I said, that with with Indian men and women are now realizing their emotional independence, that their own emotions are so important to them. So like Imral Khan or whatever his name is, they don't like your dad is like. Fuck him. Like, so my dad has not watched a single movie of his ever. Yeah. Like how, so. how does he go through life and not people like talk to him about it? So he's, a, he's, a, he's a very community driven individual. Ask him about Will Smith and the slap. He must have, <laughs> like somebody must have told him. He must have seen it on the news or something. So I would really love to hear what he has to say. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> All right, I'll pass on the record. Think about it. Does he like, I wonder if it's just Bollywood movies or if, if you talk to him, like, I don't know. Who was the actor for James Bond, Dan? No, the old one. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah. If you had talked to him about Sean Connery, would that like click? No, I don't think he's a, he's a film guy. Like his, his mode of entertainment will probably be just sitting and sitting. His, his mode of entertainment would be doing the card game on his laptop. That's what he loves doing. What is that card game? When oh, <laughs> Solidaire. Solidaire. <laughs> That's his Sunday. Oh, what a he man. Loves. What a man. And he's so chill about it. He's so happy in that space. I'm like, I admire you. I admire you to be satisfied with what you have which is like i said that that uh, you know you should be happy with what you have and your desires and wants should be so minimal so that if you get more you're pleasantly surprised i had this exact similar conversation to, with my dad and i said to him listen ha, you know as you get older do, do you not have like regrets that's just gnawing on you every day you know like stuff that you know stuff you said or did or something like that and he just looked at me and said you know what with age your memory goes I can't even remember half of it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that is so convenient. Isn't that like a very healthy way of dealing it's with that? Great. So I follow Sadhguru quite a bit. I don't okay. know if you know him. I will pretend like I do. Okay. So he is a motivational speaker and uh, he is a bhakt of Shiva. And he, he's a really interesting orator. So he says that stop taking yourself so seriously all the time. And stop saying that uh, the mind should stop thinking certain things. Let the mind be. Mm. Let the mind do whatever it wants to do. You control your body. If the mind is telling you to sit somewhere and sit there, you don't need to listen to the mind. Just go up and do whatever you want to do. Angels fly because they take themselves so lightly. Yes, exactly. So that's what he says and I really believe it. Sometimes just don't listen to the mind. Don't try and control it because it's, it's, it's more powerful than you are. So let's just disconnect, disconnect from yourself. Do, do, how do you feel when, when you get like, when you're meeting new or young actresses or actors coming into the industry, talking to you about it, and you can see in their eyes, just that burning passion of, you know, I just want to make it. Hmm. How, do you, do you just, I mean, how does that like emotion from reflection, because you obviously went through that journey at one yeah. point and now seeing people go through that journey, yeah. do you just want to like shake them and be like, Hey, this is, this, this, it isn't, it isn't what you think it is. No, I, I, 
I empathize with them a little bit and I just want to tell them that hang in there. Mm. It's it's uh, sometimes it's doesn't come as easy. It takes a little time, it takes dedication, it takes a lot of effort. And very few people who are lucky who immediately just get that uh, break, but then to sustain it also is a big challenge. So yeah. every actor has challenges. So I don't want to shake them or anything. I just want them to be happy in the space that they are because that's also important to realize. uh that when when uh, you're down and you're not getting the kind of stuff you want to do it's all right see this is where we're opposites on this because when i have people come in especially from the world of investment and stuff like that and they're like hey you know what i want to be bill gates i want to be jeff bezos i want to be whoever and i just like i just take them for a second i shake them and i go listen Do you really think that any of those people really want to live their life that they're living? Do you yeah. think that Bill Gates wants to go around with 50 security guards because yeah. he's fucking worried that someone's going to stab him? Do you think Jeff Bezos is happy waking up every morning wondering exactly. is his is his children going to be abducted? Hmm. Exactly. You know, the, the these none of those people live lives yeah, 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 yeah. that you'd want to live. They 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 would not want to be in this, that situation but they are now and it's and the saddest part is they they worked hard their whole lives to be where they are and they don't like it. Mm, mm, it's mm. so sad. That's why I feel like uh, sometimes being too ambitious also when you don't know what the whether you're going to like the outcome or not. So take it easy. Mm. It you have to take it easy in life with everything. No, I agree. And I think it's it's so important to 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 concentrate on the journey rather than the end goal. Yeah. Because uh, you're otherwise you're just going to burn yourself out and by the time you reach whatever you gotten, you're going to be like Exactly. It wasn't worth it. It really wasn't. Like enjoy what you have right now. Like right now I'm in Bahrain. I'm I'm here for this event. Like the, these people are, have been really sweet this social media awards that I am doing and Uh, I I wanted to say Saya Events is doing it, so please. Yeah, follow them and yes, like them. Do follow them. <laughs> Saya Events, Hina from Saya Events is absolutely incredible. We'll do a story. There yes, we go. Yes, that would be nice. There we go. So I'm enjoying myself. Like I'm not thinking about oh my god, what am I going to do next? And oh my god, this is not what I want to do, or this is great. I'm thinking like I'm I'm having fun. Hmm. I am enjoying being in this space, and let's just enjoy it this very second, and let's not think about the next hour. Did did. Now I'm going to have to ask you a serious question. We can cut this out and if you don't like it, talking about it, but uh, mm. did you not have in Bollywood people like Harvey Weinstein? Was that not an aspect to it because I will not believe that Tom Cruise became Tom Cruise without having to suck dick. I will not believe that. Mm. I will not believe that. I, I don't I don't care how tough the the guys look. They did not get, <laughs> yeah. to go through it without yeah. having somebody like like Harvey there. Yeah. Do you find that same exists as a reflection in in Bollywood or Absolutely. not really? Absolutely. Really. A lot. Absolutely the casting couch in the Indian film industry is very real. Mm. But uh, and and of course with the whole Me Too movement there were a couple of directors who got into a lot of trouble and uh, but then again they're still making movies. Exactly. Yeah. It really didn't do much. What it really did was the women who did speak up their mind they were probably the outcasts at the end of the day because they spoke about it. Mm. So um that's it with your career. That's why yeah. the Me Too movement if you've ever looked at the girls they're all plus 40 because yeah. not, they know they're not going to get another job. That's exactly. that train is silent. So so I I also like I may I may sound uh, I don't know I may I, I'm a feminist like I I believe in equal rights I'm not really a feminist really I believe in equal rights but I do feel like when you're being approached like that the woman's instinct in you knows women are a far superior race mm. that's the truth I believe in 
because women whether working or not working are taking care of the children taking care of the house i think they're definitely more devious i will agree with that definitely <laughs> they can, they can uh, multitask mm-hmm. and uh, so so there was a very interesting thing that uh, uh, somebody said recently they said that women sometimes forget that men are serious what that men are not as smart as us they forget okay. about it okay they know but they forget and then they indulge into the conversation interesting <laughs> i mean it's just something that i heard okay uh, okay but i found it also really... totally believe it <laughs> i mean i don't want to say so but I, but i mean that that a woman's instinct is very strong you know that you are in that space where you might be taken advantage of and you are making yourself available to that space so if i suppose get a message or my manager sends me a message somebody sent her something and then meet me in a hotel or drinks yeah, or something yeah and like and that. you know meet me here and then we can talk about it i know what that is hmm, hmm. so why put myself there hmm. just for a role but i mean you're you're also in a different stage in your career now yeah you're not anymore you know blue eyed 18 year old Uh, you think I didn't have the opportunity? No, I'm not saying that you personally, but I'm saying not you. I'm saying there's ah. plenty of girls who are or guys as well yeah. who who just are so desperate for that break. They will do whatever is necessary to get that. But And that's the heartbreaking thing. That's heartbreaking. Don't be so desperate. It's easier said than than done though, But no? Desperation will not get you that work. No, I agree. Hard work will and patience will. But don't you feel like this is a problem with with I mean this is again youth is wasted on the young because people are so desperate to get yes now they now, want it now now and quick and it doesn't work like that you may get it but then to sustain it is even harder and you may not even get it or you might get might get something that you did not want so i think that i don't know i've i've recently had an epiphany where i feel like i just need to take it easy and so do people mm, and mm. in in having a happier life is the most important thing not probably having maybe a most successful or most having happy life is more important you should be happy with what you have and it's it's working out so i believe in manifestations mm. if you put it out there it might just happen So I just want to be happy. I like that idea. <laughs> put it out there. Want to be happy? Put it out there. By the way, to add to to intelligence part, my ex used to say to me, uh, the man is the head, the woman is the neck. <laughs> She points at where the head is supposed to completely look. Completely believe that. I do completely. I I, I love that. <laughs> Because I do feel like men are the emotional sex. Mm. They do connect with the where their women way more than the women connect to the men. Oh, interesting. Because a woman has to divide herself among so many people. There's the children, there are the in-laws, there are the parents. Oh. So so she of course she nurtures, she cares, she loves. But she does understand that there are there are multiple avenues where she has to give the same kind of responsibilities and the same kind of care. But, but what would you I mean I would imagine for every woman what would they want from a guy they want them to be a provider right you don't want a guy who's just sitting on his couch or doing nothing right that's number one you want him to 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 be the protector you know if you're getting like grabbed in a in a bus or something you'd want your boyfriend to be like hey or your husband I disagree uh, with both of these you'd really think so yeah so you'd 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 want a boyfriend who's just chilling there like, like 